0: Hey! Welcome to our podcast. Welcome. I am just gonna jump right in today and let you guys know we have now had over a thousand downloads. Holy shit! On our shows, like what the heck? What? Um, thank you.
1: We love you guys. You've
0: been listening. We love you. <laughs> uh, also, we're going to do huge shout outs. Um. I didn't even tell Hannah about this. No. So first off, we got our very first donation. What? Uh-huh. What the frick? Yes. I can't believe you didn't tell me. Okay. So thank you, Mitch, for donating.
1: Mitch.
0: And Mitch says cheers so cheers to you mitch oh yes (laughs) um we also got a second donation what uh this is coming from kelly and she says i'm going to provide you a drink recipe which first off that's fucking kick ass
1: that's amazing uh
0: yeah so her drink recipe is vodka grapefruit juice muddled mint and then you top it with i think it's called bundaberg ginger beer all right i have questions and then voila morning
1: mule <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is what did you say muddled mint yeah what the heck is that what is, is that? what does muddled mean
0: um you know i have Do you even know <laughs> here's the thing in my book that i got where i'm learning how to be a bartender uh i have not read the muddling part however i believe that that's when you have like that little cup bowl contraption thing and then you take that stick thing oh <laughs> and then you grind oh, it a little bit i know what you're talking about like um, the witches man yeah if i'm wrong sorry <laughs> well but um Let's give it a shot one of these days. It sounds amazing. (laughs) I certainly will. Um, So thank you. Thank you for the donations. You guys are amazing. Um, And then
1: I think that's everything I have to cover there. It did occur to me the other day, by the way. I should just say. Pam, I am so sorry because I know you're listening and <laughs> I keep dropping the F-bomb and I know I owe you lots and lots and lots of dollars oh. that you'll never probably see, but I love you and I'm sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's like a second mom to me and she always yells at us when we drop the F-bomb and even though Megan likes to pretend that she doesn't swear nearly as much as she does. What? She likes to pretend on here. She really does. She holds it back. But if you had a conversation with her in person, I think you might be a little surprised. I don't think that's the case at all. She makes it look like I'm the bad person here. You are. Thanks. Um, well, I am the ginger, so I guess, you Exactly. Know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, there you go. Can't believe you didn't tell me that we had donations. I wanted
0: you to be rude. super duper surprised right oh, here. Oh, I was surprised right now with everybody that's listening. I was surprised. <laughs> yes. Okay. So now I'm going to make sure that we're
1: actually. Oh my <laughs> God. God. Hello. Okay, my side's... We're good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Don't scare me like that. <sighs>
0: I was just like, uh-oh, I should check that. Since I didn't have them on, it was freaking me out. Don't scare me like that. Okay. Um, okay, is that all you have then
1: Yes. Is nothing? Sweet. Dude, you should just leave that like blurb in there. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Uh maybe. I'm trying to
0: be profesh.
1: Oh, you have to be profesh. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Let you be profesh. All right. Your pickles are taunting me.
0: Okay. So <laughs> if we've got nothing else, then let's jump into today's story.
1: There's like three jars of pickles just looking right at me.
0: Shut up. Asking me to eat them. Don't you touch
1: my pickles. Hannah. No. Hannah. Oh, my God. Stop.
0: <laughs> All right. Listen. <sighs> We're about to get super serious. Okay.
1: Soup serious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Soup. All right. So, on February 14th, 2017, the bodies of Abigail Williams and Liberty German were discovered near the Monon High Bridge Trail, which is part of the Delphi Historic Trails in Delphi, Indiana, a photo an audio recording of an individual believed to be the killer was found on Libby's phone. But an arrest has never been made. This is the Delphi
1: murders. Dun, dun, dun.
0: <sighs> I knew that you wouldn't even be able to help yourself.
1: I can't. Especially when you just... This is the Delphi murder. It sure is. How can I not throw that in there? Okay. It's needed.
0: Libby was described as wise beyond her years. She had her career path laid out and wanted to work with the FBI, solve crimes, and help people. She was a gifted athlete, and both her and Abby had discussed pursuing careers in forensic science. Libby loved baking, painting, and other crafts and worked really hard to be the best student in each of her classes. Aww. I know. She was active in volleyball, softball, soccer, and swimming. One of her best friends was Abby. Abby loved being outdoors, riding ATVs, and camping. She was also into reading, uh, reading photography and art. I was going to read that so strange. <laughs> I kind of wish she would have just kept going. I knew something was
1: coming out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. She was known for being fiercely loyal, loving, and rambunctious. She played the saxophone in the school band and met Libby on the volleyball team. Now, the town of Delphi is really, really small. It's in the state of Indiana, and it has less than 3,000 people. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's one of those classic, like, everybody knows everybody type place. Yep. Okay. So, on February 13th, 2017, 14-year-old Libby German and 13-year-old Abby Williams were hiking on the Delphi historic trail and they had the day off of school. They were dropped off around 1:35 p.m. by Libby's older sister and they were going to be picked up around 3:15 p.m. So at about 2:07 2, p.m. Libby was on her phone and she posted a photo on Snapchat of Abby walking along the bridge. The trail that they were on runs along an old, abandoned railroad bridge, which overlooks the body of water named Deer Creek.
1: Boy, when you said the body, I was like, what? It overlooks a body? (laughs) It overlooks a body. All right, body of water. Doesn't everybody want to go on that trail? (laughs) Uh,
0: The girls were reported missing to police at 5.30 p.m. after their parents were unable to locate them at the agreed upon pickup location. The family tried searching for the girls before contacting the police. The authorities searched the area initially, but they didn't feel that there was any foul play. But that soon changed because the girls' bodies were discovered around noon the next day, which was about half a mile east of the abandoned Monin High Bridge and 50 feet from the north bank of Deer Creek. The body. The body. (sighs) The bridge is roughly 60 feet tall and is the second highest bridge in Indiana and was built in the 1890s. Due to its age, there are actually
1: many gaps in the bridge, which makes it super difficult to walk quickly. That is... I wouldn't want to walk across the bridge regardless if there's freaking (laughs) holes in it and missing pieces. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, well... When you do
0: walk on it, uh, many people have stated that you actually have to, you know, keep your eyes straight on the bridge so that you avoid tripping. So it would not be good for us. Yes. So in
1: other words, absolutely fucking not for me. Yeah.
0: We'd fall right off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Game over.
0: clutzos. Um, and how
1: could you walk down it and, like, not think that the next board you stepped on was going to just, like, go out from under you?
0: I suppose as, like, a young child... Who's invincible, you know? I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's talk about the search. So the search crews had gathered near the Monon High Bridge around 10 a.m. And they were planning to expand in separate directions to cover a big amount of land during the daylight hours. They brought in specialized dive teams and canine units as well. Shortly after noon... The Delphi Fire Department made a discovery. Around 12.45 p.m., officials with the fire department followed a set of footprints to a location near Deer Creek. The Delphi Fire Chief reported the discovery as not good.
1: Oh, that's reassuring.
0: Yeah, and indicated that the girls' bodies had been located. Police did not disclose details about the discovery right away, but it was public knowledge that the girls were discovered on a large plot of land that belonged to a man named Ronald Logan. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. On February 15th, 2017, Indiana State Police sent out a still image of an individual that was reportedly seen on the Monon High Bridge Trail near the area that the girls were murdered. The photo is grainy, and the individual appears to be a Caucasian male with his hands in his pockets. It looks like he has a brown hat, blue jacket, and blue jeans. He's walking on the bridge towards the girls, and he has his head down. This person was named as the prime suspect in the double homicide.
1: Right, there's a, there's a picture of it, a grainy picture of it? Yeah, there sure is. And the picture came from where, though?
0: Uh, I'm gonna tell you that.
1: Okay, (laughs) because I was like, who took the picture?
0: Uh, Libby. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. It came from her phone. Okay. Okay. Wow. On February 22nd, law enforcement released an audio recording where the voice of the assailant, now it's muffled, but sounds like the person is saying, guys, down the hill. Uh oh. The image of the man in the blue coat and the voice recording were discovered on Libby's phone. That's super sketch. Yeah. So police say that she captured additional evidence, but it actually cannot be released as they don't want to compromise any future trial. Uh.
1: Yeah. I get it, but I want to know.
0: I know. I want to know what she had on there, too. But first off, how crazy
1: smart yeah, that for this sure. girl is
0: capturing stuff. I don't know that I would think that way. I don't think
1: I would. I mean, that's honestly brilliant. Yeah. I don't know. I always think, like, if someone were to attack, you know, you got to get the, like, skin under your fingernails and stuff. Like, I always think of that stuff. Yeah,
0: I'd be more concerned about trying to get away and trying to attack. Yeah. But brilliant to try to get stuff on your phone. No, that is. But, of course, probably any child nowadays thinks that. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. So, police say that the suspect in the photo could range from age 18 to 40. That is a very yes. big, <laughs> big jump there. Yeah, so... They're saying that it's really possible that this person has a youthful appearance, which actually could make them look
1: younger than their true age. Yeah. I've got that, guys. (laughs) Okay. Uh,
0: Police also found audio on Libby's phone where they said that the girls mainly talked about like girl stuff. Okay. Okay. But then they also mentioned the man that was following them. <gasps> what? Yeah. So this has not been released to the public.
1: The hell.
0: But how crazy. So let's dive into our suspect pool.
1: I'm like, Ooh, okay, let's do it.
0: Okay. So first we have Paul Eder on July 23rd, 2019. Police received a tip and announced that he was being considered a person of interest in the murders. Paul was wanted for the kidnapping and rape of a 26 year old woman who pulled into his driveway after she got a flat tire. Paul asked her if she needed help, and she got creeped out and continued driving down the road to her friend's place, and Paul abducted her. (sighs) He handcuffed the woman and brought her back to his place where he raped her and held her captive for five hours before finally driving her back to her car.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So five days later, he was surrounded by police, prompting a standoff, and he ended his life.
1: Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't see that coming. Okay.
0: So Paul closely resembles the first composite sketch. Now, this has actually caused a lot of confusion in the case because there are two completely different sketches.
1: I was just going to say the first.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And some of the suspects resemble one, but not the other. What? Yep. Okay. All right. So, next person on the list. His name is Daniel J. Nations. He is a registered sex offender from Indiana and was arrested in Woodland Park, Colorado. Uh, that was in September 2017. He was charged with threatening strangers on a trail with a hatchet. Oh,
1: that's nice of him. Typical day.
0: Um, hiking through the woods. That's why you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Police noticed that the expired Indiana plates were on the car he was driving, and they found outstanding warrants under his name. It was reported that a bicyclist had been fatally shot on the same trail around the same time that Daniel was threatening someone. By February 2018, he was no longer considered an active person of interest in the Delphi murders. Now, I'm still bringing it up here because it's interesting He looks very similar to one of the composite sketches. uh, And it's actually the one with the
1: suspect in the blue jacket. So the first one. okay. I don't know what the second one is. Yeah.
0: Um, I'll have to post those on Facebook. Okay. Even his wife wasn't able to deny the similarities. And she said that on the day of the murder, she had an ultrasound um, and believes that he went with her but she honestly couldn't remember for like 100%. Uh, On February 14th, Daniel and his wife Caitlin drove to the sheriff's department so that he could register as a homeless sex offender. And Caitlin recalled that they watched the news coverage of Abby and Libby's murder and realized that Daniel looked very similar to the sketch. But there were things that didn't match. Okay. So Caitlin said that the outfit was not something that he would wear, and that he does not own a jacket or a hat like the ones that are in the photo. Um, she said that Daniel only wore baseball caps, and this one was like a flat hat. Okay. Uh, Daniel does he does have a lengthy criminal history, and was convicted in two thousand seven of indecent exposure for exposing himself while sitting in his car in the parking lot um, and later flashing a woman and child who were oh on no. their bikes. Oh, not the kid. Yeah. Nobody likes that. Uh, don't be a flasher. <laughs> he was later caught spying on women and masturbating oh. in a woman's restroom at a gas station. So.
1: That is. Um, he's doing stuff. This is. Wow, this is a nice guy you uh, you're talking about here. <laughs> okay,
0: so next is Thomas oh,
1: Bruce. More, holy shit! Okay, oh yeah, we got more.
0: Ah, uh, formerly worked as a pastor and is charged with oh. fatally shooting one woman. Oh, and sexually assaulting two others.
1: Oh boy, that's not a pastor I want. After ordering them at
0: gunpoint into the back room of a suburban St. Louis shop for religious supplies, it was noted that Thomas had a similar build to the man in the photo. He wore a flat cap and a blue jacket during the attack. Uh Uh-oh. Um, coincidence? I don't know. Oh, no. You don't believe in coincidences. (laughs) I do not. (laughs) On December 4th, Thomas was charged with 17 felony accounts related to the St. Louis case and received the death penalty. Next is Ron Logan. Whoa. Now, this is where the girls' bodies were discovered. It was on his property. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So he had actually been arrested that same week that they were murdered on unrelated charges. He had been on probation for a conviction in 2014 for operating a vehicle while intoxicated, and he was a habitual traffic offender.
1: Oh, yep. all right.
0: Uh, he was arrested for violating... Pay us parking
1: tickets? Maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was violating his probation by driving to a county dump site on the day Abby and Libby were murdered. A uh, dump site. Uh-huh. Ron uh huh. Run was also spotted. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was also spotted at a local restaurant drinking alcohol, which is, of course, another violation of his probation. <laughs> uh,
1: even though this guy doesn't give a shit.
0: <laughs> listen, even though it all sounds fishy, the police have said that he is no longer a suspect.
1: I mean, it does and it doesn't because, like, if he literally found them on, like, the property, he's got to be about the dumbest criminal.
0: Right. Like, it looks so bad, especially when he went to the dump site. But why would you leave the bodies right. on your <laughs> land when you go to the dump right. site? So, honestly, I mean, I, I don't have a lot of evidence in front of me. No, of course But not. if I had to guess, I'm going to say he's probably not involved. I agree. But they were found on his land, so I wanted to bring it up. Yep. Okay. Last one. His name is Charles Eldridge. Now, this guy's photo looks very similar to uh, the second composite sketch. So the 46-year-old was arrested on January 8, 2019, during an undercover sting operation in Union City, Indiana. Charles thought he was meeting up with a 13-year-old girl for sex, but was greeted by an undercover cop. Boy, that'd be a real surprise. Whoops. Uh, he was charged with two counts of child molestation, one count of attempted child molestation, and one count of child solicitation.
1: Boy, thank you to that undercover. Yes.
0: <laughs> Charles had a fascination with guns and regularly posted stories on his Two Facebook pages. By the way, I don't get why you have more than one. I'm just I'll, ne- it I'll out there.
1: never ever understand that. Okay, I couldn't keep track, anyways. So on both of his Facebook pages,
0: he would post stories about missing children, sex crimes, murders, and wanted killers. He even posted a few stories about Abby and Libby just days after their bodies were found. He also posted photos of vultures feeding on a bloody human body. Oh, no, no, no. Um, And he had bloody knives. Oh, no. Yeah, it doesn't seem good. No. Uh, Police have stated that there is not any evidence linking Charles to the murders. So, at this point, this is an unsolved case. And police believe that they're actually looking for somebody that is hiding in plain sight. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh huh. So the Delphi Trail is one that's known to locals, and it's possible that the killer is somebody from their local community.
1: Yeah, I knew where he was going.
0: Uh huh. This is an active investigation. And an initiative was started in 2017 to install orange light bulbs throughout Indiana to honor the girls and remind the public that the killer is still out there. Now, there is a $50,000 reward being offered for any information leading to the arrest of a suspect or suspects in the murders of Libby and Abby. Um, I'm going to be posting this on the Facebook page, too. Because obviously someone knows something. So if anyone listening here happens to know something, uh, if you have information, there's going to be a phone number posted that you can call. And there's also going to be an email that you can send anonymous tips
1: to. Okay, but how infuriating is it that she literally got evidence on her phone and they still can't place who it is it's driving me crazy like that is honest to god that's so hard for me to accept because it's just like she did everything she could do to you know get him caught and it's like they have they have the evidence and they still haven't been able to
0: yeah they've got a photo they have this person's voice yeah uh what more Could the girls have done? I don't know,
1: and and whatever else was on the phone too that we don't know about, you know, that it hasn't been released. Yes. So I mean, who knows what else was on there? And the fact Mm -hmm. that they can't make an arrest is just holy shit. That is infuriating. Yeah. Wow. Uh. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was um. I don't. I I hate saying they're like good like a good story because I know I don't want to say story about murder was a was good but like it was a good story
0: oh my gosh you're a creep
1: <laughs> uh, okay um
0: do you guys have any creepy stories that you want to send to us listen we like creepy things or no weird deal. shit
1: because we're creepy
0: yes uh we're twisted so if you have something, twisted sisters what <laughs> what a great band <laughs> um okay so if you do have something that you want to send to us, you can send it over to uh, the email, which is drinking the Kool-Aid, at yahoo.com. Kool-Aid is with a C, but I think you guys know that by now. We're still going <laughs> to say it. Uh, otherwise, you can just hop over to our Facebook page and send us a message there. Um, we will potentially read them. And also, if you want to buy us tequilas like the awesome Mitch and Kelly did, you can go over to our website, drinkingthekoolaid.com. Uh, send us a donation, leave us a note, subscribe on any of your apps so you get the new episodes. Hey, if you want to leave us a five-star review, that would be amazing. Please do. Yes, it helps us a lot. Uh, tell your friends, tell your cats. Um. Bye. bye.